Welcome to Hub & Flow, a podcast produced by Natural Gas Intelligence. On a mission to provide transparency to the natural gas market, Hub & Flow focuses on key fundamentals driving the price of natural gas and LNG in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Natural Gas Intelligence, or NGI, is a subscription-based price reporting agency, which means we provide trusted and independent natural gas pricing and news for the North American market. Hello, everyone. And welcome to another edition of NGI's Hub & Flow podcast. This is Shailen Sulk, Senior Energy Analyst, and I'd like to spend a few minutes talking about why infrastructure resilience has been top of the agenda for U.S. utilities in 2022. In February 2022, Colorado got hit with a surprise snowstorm-tornado-outbreak combo special, part of a winter storm system that killed eight people and caused more than $350 million in damage as it tore across northern Mexico, the American Midwest, and on into southern Canada. The United States was then slammed with five more tornado outbreaks before the summer, racking up almost $5 billion in property damage and stranding half a million Americans without electricity. And when summer came, it did not mean a vacation from wild weather. Blistering heat waves brought 127 degree Fahrenheit temperatures and a $9.3 billion damages bill. Flooding and hailstorms in the Midwest and hurricanes battering the Southeast brought the total damages from extreme weather events to $29 billion. And that's just through October. Unfortunately, Climate change means that extreme and record-breaking is now the new normal when it comes to our weather. The challenges for utilities and energy producers is making sure their infrastructure can withstand what is now typical weather. We've reached a point where cutting corners on infrastructure resilience isn't cutting it. My go-to example here is Winter Storm Uri. As much as politicians and the media have tried to make this a story about how renewable energy is unreliable or how natural gas dropped the ball, at its core, this is a story about how skipping a few million dollars in weatherproofing work on the front end ended up having disastrous results. There were almost 300 confirmed deaths, $195 billion in damages, and major supply chain issues that affected the entire United States, utilities are still trying to claw back some of their losses from that storm. And that was a pretty preventable situation. The reason that even happened is that for decades, utilities have avoided upgrading existing infrastructure, whether that's power generation or power transmission, natural gas transportation, because unlike brand new production facilities, the costs associated with replacements or upgrades can't actually be passed on to the end users. So for utilities, that's an incredibly strong incentive to put off any kind of infrastructure upgrades for as long as possible. But now we have more and more frequent extreme weather events, plus an increasing demand on the U.S. natural gas and electricity infrastructure, and that very short-term strategy is coming apart at the seams. The good news is that with the Inflation Reduction Act, combined with other incentives, we now have the opportunity for utilities and energy producers to make those long-term investments. And quite a few of them have really jumped into it with both feet. 
For example, just in the first quarter of 2022, Entergy poured $86 million into infrastructure upgrades in Louisiana alone. And that was on top of $100 million in infrastructure improvements they completed in Louisiana by the end of 2021. They've got further investments of over a billion dollars planned. Similarly, Centerpoint Energy has already put $2 billion into infrastructure resilience just in 2022. And as of their second quarter earnings call, they are planning to invest another $2 billion going forward. And final example, we've got Nextera with a slightly different strategy, putting in 1,200 megawatts of resilient microgrids in Florida. We're going to come back to that in a moment. But this heavy infrastructure resilience investment is a double-edged sword in some ways. On one hand, it's incredibly important that critical infrastructure such as natural gas pipelines, power lines, and power plants are able to withstand extreme weather events, both as a matter of public safety and in terms of economic impact. On the other hand, the need to upgrade existing infrastructure on a large scale, plus the additional cost associated with building new infrastructure to those higher weatherization standards, will slow the already expensive and lengthy process of creating enough infrastructure to meet energy demands. Even if regulatory pressure is eased off in an effort to increase the domestic natural gas supply, it's going to be a major factor slowing down the ability to deliver gas and in some places electricity to end users over the next few years. Resilience has been one of those areas where intermittent renewables has had an automatic advantage over natural gas because of the ability to create microgrids. Wind turbines or solar panels can be installed without needing to be hooked up to larger infrastructures such as the pipeline or even the main power grid. Properly weatherized microgrids have repeatedly demonstrated their potential to withstand natural disasters. In 2017, a solar microgrid in San Juan, Puerto Rico, allowed the island's largest hospital to keep working through Hurricane Irma, and a similar grid in Gainesville, Florida, kept the city's infrastructure and residential utilities operational during that same storm. More recently, the Babcock Ranch solar microgrid, run by Florida Power and Light, kept supplying electricity during Hurricane Ian. And in California and Oregon this summer, we saw combined battery solar grids that kept the air conditioning on and other critical infrastructure running during the summer's heat wave and wildfires. This has been a sticking point for U.S. natural gas, which relies almost exclusively on pipelines for transportation. One solution being tried is virtual pipelines, where a convoy of trucks is used transport compressed renewable natural gas, or LNG. The trucks can go to areas where there is no existing pipeline infrastructure. They can also help bring something like biogas or RNG to a larger pipeline to be mixed into the main gas supply. This isn't a substitute for weatherproofing pipelines, but it has the advantage of being able to offer gas-dependent areas a supply even if we see extreme weather events disrupt pipeline function. 
And I've spoken before about the importance of natural gas as a base load fuel source while renewable energy production and battery capacity catches up to the gap left by coal. So balancing that need to meet domestic demand for natural gas and the need to have infrastructure that can survive extreme weather events is going to be an ongoing challenge for utilities and by extension for the natural gas industry that is just going to have to keep getting problem solved. It's going to be a target of investment for the next few years. That's all I have for you today, but I invite you to keep checking in for more podcasts on natural gas infrastructure and U.S. domestic supply. I'd also invite you to follow along with our journalists at NGI as they cover these topics in more detail. And if you really want to get a deep dive into our natural gas infrastructure, NGI recently rolled out a new and improved edition of our pipeline map. You can find that on our website as well. So if you subscribe, we thank you. If you don't and just want to check out the pipeline map or more of our stories, please visit us, naturalgasintel.com. On behalf of everyone at NGI, thank you for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Dependable data drives informed business decisions. Trust NGI to provide your natural gas and LNG data for North America. If your business requires daily, weekly, or midweek pricing data, forward curves, or flow data, NGI has a reliable product suite to support you. Visit natgasintel.com backslash services to understand what we have to offer and how we can help you and your business today. Thank you for listening to NGI's Hub and Flow podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and please do share it with your colleagues. A trusted provider of natural gas news, data, and pricing information for North America, NGI offers subscription-based products. Please visit natgasintel.com if you are interested in NGI and our services. If you would like to dive deeper into this subject, additional resources are available on our website as well. Just visit natgasintel.com and click on the resources tab to find the podcast page.